Hi everyone! And welcome back to Is Anyone Else Confused? We're your hosts, Cheyenne and Alana. And Is Anyone Else Confused is a podcast that focuses on navigating young adulthood and the many feelings that come along with it. Each week we'll cover a different aspect of growing up. We'll chat all things professional to private, LinkedIn to Bumble, debt to financial freedom, and mental illness to mental health. So grab a snack, grab a drink, grab your antidepressants, and let's, let's get, get into the nitty gritty. Oh, oh, oh! Are you blend right in? I know. No, I'm like, oh, was this a bad <coughs> choice? We'll have to cut it out. Edit, edit, please. Be kind. It is eight o'clock in the morning. Yep. And we're doing this. And we're doing this the day before it's supposed to go up. We are nothing if not resourceful. So, Alicia, if you're watching, this one's for you, girl. This one's for you, girl. She texted me and she said, you better upload on Sunday. I mean, we were gonna. It was always a plan to yeah. record. Usually we record on Sundays. In advance. But we tried last Sunday. It just wasn't working. So we took a break, yeah. a reset, and then the whole week went by. You never filmed. And there was just no time. So yeah. we're doing it now. So 8 o'clock in the morning. We've got the laundry on the go. We went to get coffees. I made a real coffee. We're doing it. Yeah. I can smell the dog's peanut butter. So now it smells like sausage <laughs> and peanut butter. Okay. Nobody Let's cares go. what it smells okay. like. Okay. Anyways, this week's going to be a shorter episode because... We have to do the intro. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> we're back. It's going to be a shorter epi this week. We're first experimenting. Things first. Last week's episode was so good. Yeah, we were really proud of that. Yeah. And it's... um. It's got 17 views. Yeah, it's the 6th, so we uploaded on October 31st, and now it's November 6th. It's been almost a full week, and we had 17 views. So, we are sad. Yeah, it's a really good episode. I understand not everybody, like, does We're really proud of it. Yeah. But, please, I know it's long. Watch us on two times the speed. You have mm -hmm. half an hour. Like, just squeeze us in during your shower or during... I don't know, when you're avoiding doing work or homework. Like, just, yeah. you know, give it a watch because it was a really good episode and we yeah. got really, like, personal on it. Yeah. Um, which we're going to do today. We're coming at you fresh-faced, dirty up. hair. <laughs> um, Comfy clothes. I'm going for a workout after this. Period. You're painting your nails. Like, we are optimal cozy Yeah. for another vulnerable episode Body image. Yeah, today we're going to talk about body image and how destructive and empowering mm -hmm. um, body image and specifically young women's body image relationship mm -hmm. can be. Especially in your 20s. I know this podcast focuses a lot about your 20s and that sort of time frame in your life. And of course, other people can listen. We're going to grow up. We're not always going to be in our 20s. But I think within your 20s like so much changes in your body that nobody talks about mm -hmm. and like we're only in the first half like, yeah so and who knows what's gonna come i just you know that should be a, a combo mm -hmm. i think it's talked about a lot in high school but not not to the same extent no um when you reach your 20s like yeah you understand your puberty like era 
as like your body's changing, mm-hmm. but like the same thing happens in your twenties, and I think that's what you yeah. wanted to talk about. Yeah. Today. Yeah, there's um, there's a lot of proof with different. I don't know how to go about this because it's very sensitive, like gender wise, but with specifically um, women, your body goes through almost like a second period, like a second puberty where, you know, maybe your hips get wider or your period changes or your, did I say second period or second puberty? You said second period, but then you said puberty too, so they'll understand. I meant puberty, but your period changes and maybe your hips get wider or your skin changes or your hair changes. Mm -hmm. My hair changed a lot or... I don't know, a whole abundance of things. Maybe you'll get boobs, maybe you'll lose boobs. Yeah, there's even studies where, like, your hair does change every seven years. Your Mm -hmm. nails do change. Your skin does change, like, in that same, like, cyclical Mm -hmm. time. And I think it kind of lines up, say, most of us are, like, going through puberty or getting our periods between, like, 12 and 14. Mm -hmm. And then the same kind of change is happening, like, early 20s, like, 20 to, like, 24, say, right? Yeah, so that was, like, a big shock. I mean, it wasn't as big of a shock for me because I had Cheyenne, so, like, I kind of had, like, the prerequisite warning. But going through it is a whole other thing. And I didn't know about it. Like, when my body was changing in those ways, I didn't know that that was, like, normal or that that was something that a lot of other women also experienced. I was just like, hey, why isn't my hair doing what I want it to do anymore? Or, like, I got really bad adult acne in my early mm-hmm. 20s like 20 to like 22 mm-hmm. 23 like my acne really flared up and from just having like I had pretty good skin growing up mm-hmm. like just mostly hormonal spots or like I'm sensitive to like chocolate or chips so if I was eating those with the family then like the next week I would notice that I did get spots but I never had like cystic acne yeah. which is what my skin turned yeah. into Yeah, mine too. When I became, like, an adult. Yeah. I mean, Cheyenne's was a lot more, like, severe on, like, your cheeks. Yeah. But I get now, because I would get, like, an odd spot. I would get a lot of hormonal acne in my teens. And then now I notice it is almost cystic. Like, it gets, like, in your, Mm -hmm. like, deep in your tissues of Mm -hmm. your face. And I, I still get all over my chin. I think it's still a lot of it is hormonal, but... Just that change even is enough to be like, what is going on? Because it's painful. Mm-hmm. It hurts. Mm-hmm. And I remember and you just don't being like, realize, what's like, happening? when you're a teenager, you're like, oh my god, my skin is so yeah. bad. But then you get to your 20s and, like, get humbled. some people, yeah, they're really... And I think that's what I admire about um, the YouTuber and Instagrammer Sam Ravendahl. Mm. She's a makeup guru. Guru, I hate that word. I hate but, like, that word, too. She's a, a makeup artist on Instagram and on YouTube but she's never shied away from the fact that like she did get adult acne Mm -hmm. and it's like nothing is fixing it but she's still showing up and Mm -hmm. I think that's a big learning curve in your Mm -hmm. 20s is like you can't or maybe you don't want to just hide behind like a thick layer of like matte foundation in the hopes that nobody is going to notice the texture underneath it and that's why we wanted to come on today barefaced and like cozy dirty hair hair up because like it's such a vulnerable topic and yeah your gut instinct is to throw on makeup and Mm -hmm. curl it like you've curled your hair for the podcast and like we're trying to prove that you still have the same value I guess not proof's not the right word but like we're trying to show that you have the same value with or without the laundry's done (laughs) 
with or without the makeup and the hair on. Laundry. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you just get an itch and it's like, yeah. Yeah. I feel like all you can hear is Dewey just like eating his car and be like, love Really? Yourself. I don't think you can hear that. Hold on, bud. He said no. Hi, everyone. We're back. We're back. The sun rose <laughs> while we were getting laundry. So I'm just illuminated like a little angel. Anyways, before we left, we were talking about your skin and how that changes in your 20s. And I think because it's body image, your body also changes in your mm -hmm. 20s. So for me, a big thing was my body changing. And especially, I think, in the last year and a half, I would sort of compare myself to when I was like at my skinniest in high school. Cheyenne just took the stairs up, so she's sorry. She's <laughs> still regulating. I didn't want you to have to hide it. I was like, girl, don't give me so much. No, I, I'm mostly attack. like normal. Um, so I would have like a couple pictures where I'd be like, oh my gosh, I was so skinny. Like this was me at my skinniest, and like I look so good, and like kind of spiral down this thing of like I don't look like that anymore, and like blaming myself and being like, oh, freshman 15, and like. I gained so much weight, which I really haven't on like in terms of a scale, but just, I mean, your weight goes elsewhere, I think, in your 20s. I've noticed like I gain more weight on my hips now and like different things like that. Um, bigger. Yeah. So I just like, something that really helped me in terms of like accepting that was that I'm in a new life stage. So of course my body's going to look different. Um, and I think like breaking it down to being almost like a like a primal level, like kind of comparing myself to an animal a little bit and being like, you know, mama bear isn't gonna be the same size as the cubs, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. like, my body is preparing itself for different functions if I wanna have children one day and I'm a woman now and you know, and then I was like a girl. So I would never, my 17 year old self would never be like, oh, look at my six year old self. I was so skinny, like mm -hmm. I was so tiny, so I think not dumbing it down, but almost like bringing it to that micro level. Like simplifying. Yeah. yeah, to be like, I would never compare my body when I was younger, when I was 17, so why do it now? Like, my body's serving me a different function. It survived a pandemic thus far. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm doing different things with it than I did with it when I was 17. So, of course, it's going to look different. And then that's okay. Yeah, but, like... Again, easier said than done. Like, yeah. this isn't us sitting on our high horse oh, yeah. and, like... Oh, girl, I still hate myself. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> yeah, like, I still struggle yeah, with I comparison still struggle with, with others and with myself. Like, mm -hmm. it's an ongoing battle, and this isn't us, like, sitting here preaching at you. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, those are great thought patterns to have, mm -hmm. but you're still going to have struggles. 100%. Nonetheless. And a piece of advice I heard once, actually, with comparison and... Because, of course... I always compare myself to other women, to other girls. Um, I think that's normal. I think everyone does that. It's not healthy at all, but I think it's normal. And one thing that really helped me is that, you know, you would never, there's plenty of beautiful things in the world, like a sunset or a flower, but you would never compare yourself to a sunset or a flower. So don't compare yourself to other beautiful women. Mm -hmm. Things are beautiful in their own right. So you might not be beautiful just like her, but you're beautiful just like you. Whereas yeah you're never gonna look like a sunset and you're never gonna look like a flower and you're never gonna look like the ocean, but those things are still beautiful and so are you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. learning that kind of changed a lot of my perspective in, in the sense of comparison because I'm like, 
yeah, you are beautiful and you have a great body and you're so pretty, but so am I. Just because my body isn't like your body or my face isn't like your face doesn't mean I'm also not beautiful, mm-hmm. you know? Which I still compare myself, again, not preaching at you, but that was just a piece of advice where that really shifted my whole perspective on mm-hmm. compares, comparing myself to other women and to other girls. Yeah. What's next? What's next, ladies? We have a list, so we have a, we we're have trying to be concise. Yeah, we're trying to like keep it so we're not rambling on as much. We're going to do a poll on Instagram. Yeah. Let us know. Please vote. Do you prefer longer videos, shorter videos, like yeah. half an hour medium videos? Yeah. Um, one thing I have here is social media's effect on your body image and how mm. that's impacted you and impacted me and other people, not just women. But Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's a topic that I could talk about for hours mm-hmm. because especially being part of like the first generation to experience all of social media there was no awareness I think around like for young women like high school girls middle school girls that like these people were only posting like the highlight reel and like the most gorgeous Mm -hmm. images and their most amazing outfits or in the case of me like I like some expensive things so like seeing these women in only like designer or luxury bags accessories outfits like I was conditioned to be like oh like that's normal and like that's expected and like the social um I guess like status Mm -hmm. that you just should have like there was no understanding that okay well that shirt is like six hundred dollars like Maybe it's just a PR item, or yeah. maybe they were gifted that, or, maybe you know. Maybe they bought it and returned it. You yeah, know like, I mean? there was like, you never, know. now I have that awareness of, yeah. like, okay, social media is a business, and it's a business that I want to become a part of. Like, I want to work in marketing and branding and, like, social media, but I'm cognizant now that that's all a highlight reel. Like, nobody posts the days where they can't get out of bed because their period cramps are so mm-hmm. bad or the days that they have spilled a whole coffee down mm-hmm. their white sweater. Like, you know what I mean? But growing up, none of that information was available to me mm-hmm. or like taught. We were all just like consuming this mm-hmm. first wave of social media. And it was like one of the best times on the internet, but also like one of, mm-hmm. I think the most damaging in terms of like yeah. young women's sense of self and body image and like how they looked and spoke to themselves like it was coming out of the supermodel era Mm -hmm. and into the influencer era where everything was like perfect like magazines were airbrushed and instagrams were airbrushed but you didn't know that's what i was just gonna say even like photoshop now i can look at a picture and be like that's face tuned like mm-hmm. she or he or they do not look like that mm-hmm. you know what i mean and i can acknowledge that but and posing as a, like yeah but as like a young kid i was probably 10 or 11 the first time i got instagram maybe 11 or 12 and like you don't know that yeah there's no there was no access to that then i'm sure 10 and 11 12 year olds know now mm-hmm. what face tune is but then the internet was still like a new community it mm-hmm. sounds so stupid and cringy but like it was just you didn't know that unless you were in it and it was your job if you were just a consumer you had no idea that that's what people were doing mm-hmm. and I had no idea and for years I would be like 
oh my gosh, like, how does she look like that all the time? And then, funnily enough, down the road, that same influencer comes out and is like, oh, this photo was photoshopped, and I airbrushed this, and I did that to this one, and I did that to this and one. And it might look like I'm having the time of my life, but really, like, <laughs> I'm depressed here, or I just yeah. broke up with my boyfriend here, or, like, you find out all the stories behind these images that were so, like, coveted, mm -hmm. and you thought represented, like, the height of, like, fun and entertainment and, mm -hmm. like, lifestyle, but really, like, it was just a good photo mm -hmm. that brings up a bad memory for that person. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think it's a really important conversation to have, especially as we all decide to have kids and, like, raise the next generation, like, mm -hmm. and that's why I think it's so important to support brands that are transparent or are trying to be involved in the industry, like, a company like Aerie, where they stopped photoshopping all of their advertisements, yeah, and NYX, like, being comfortable with, like, women's bodies postpartum and that mm -hmm. some people don't just bounce back and some people do get stretch marks or c-section scars and like i think it's really important to put your money where your mouth is in that sense and like support the brands that you feel align with you like Which, morally or ethically shout out nix not sponsored at all but canadian owned company right yeah. toronto-based startup and body positive inclusive really great company if you're mm -hmm. looking for new undies and you don't really want to delve into so, American Eagle. <laughs> yeah, like that company is like the be all end all. I would love to work for them mm -hmm. because they are so show up as you are and be confident. Like yeah. they have period panties. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about leaks. Like just supporting companies like that where you can have these open conversations as women mm -hmm. to try and destigmatize is that the correct yeah. word like the social like hush hush around like periods or postpartum like it's just a really great company that I think mm -hmm. you want to support because you know they're bettering the entire yeah. community yeah agreed we're keeping it short and snappy next question or next topic <laughs> um so I have disordered eating things like my fitness pal and stuff like that I have the TMZ era of fat shaming, the fitness industry, and just how your body changes in your 20s and that you're getting ready to like carry babies and stuff. Yeah, so I think the TMZ era kind of fits perfectly between the supermodel age that I was talking about, like supermodel to influencer. Which supermodel was like 90s. 90s. And then 2010s was like Instagram. Yeah, 90s, early 2000s, and then yeah. And somewhere in there, like, TMZ snuck in snuck in i would say it kind of mirrored the evolution of the kardashians yeah if that makes sense yeah. like they kind of like Came grew together yeah. yeah and i mean they made these two successful companies but like they destroyed yeah thousands of people's like yeah. body image and yeah. like they kind of like encouraged i don't know what word i want to use right now but like the toxic celebrity culture of yeah. like these paparazzi vultures and like mm -hmm. criticizing women or men for just like existing. Like yeah. if you're not, if you're, I don't even know who, Scarlett Johansson and you're not preparing for your 17th Avengers movie, mm -hmm. they were fat shaming you because yeah. you didn't have your six pack abs on your five months off. Like yeah. 
Yeah. TMZ was messed up. Mm -hmm. And if you didn't grow up in the time of TMZ, which, one, you are little, <laughs> but two, um, that was really damaging stuff. And I mean, it was blatant. Mm -hmm. I, we all, they had a show. Like, a lot of us watched that Free Britney documentary. Mm -hmm. um, where they were like, look at how blatant these interviewers were being and like slut-shaming her and talking about mm -hmm. her body. And mm -hmm. like, that is what TMZ was. That was their whole job. And it was normal. Like people yeah. in society were just like, yeah, like we're going to buy these magazines with yeah, these stories and it. we're going to watch that show the and show we're going to follow crazy. them on Twitter. Yeah. And, like, and TMZ, what? like, who are scum we? of the earth, first of all. <laughs> TMZ sucks. Do not support, support. TMZ. But... They are such a staple in shaping the way I view myself as a woman mm -hmm. and how I viewed myself as a girl when I was younger because um, I remember that vividly, you know? And it's no one's specific fault, but it was always on. It was a popular show. Mm -hmm. Like, it was usually on in our house. And again, those conversations, like, weren't had. Because we didn't know what the effect would be. Like, there was no... There was nothing like it before, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, it sounds silly, and I know every generation is like... We were, like, experiencing stuff that nobody had ever experienced before. But, like, we really were. Like, that celebrity culture was so new that to be that involved in people's yeah. lives and yeah. to, like, criticize people to that point. Mm -hmm. That had never happened before the way it was happening then, you know? Yeah. Like, like, there's a conversation to be had, too, of, like, the distancing of, like, socialite culture of, like, Jackie Kennedy. Yeah. And, like her kids like the one who um passed away in the plane crash with yeah his, with her his wife yeah like i think that kind of paired with the supermodel era yeah and then we moved into celebrity in the 2010s and now we're moving into the influencer Influencers. well like we're in it but it's still relatively yeah. young right yeah and i think that just like really i've never talked to another woman about their experience with I mean, if they remember TMZ or that mm -hmm. kind of kind of thing, but like very, very vividly in my mind, I remember you know their little animations and like. And if it wasn't TMZ, like it was the magazines or it was E Talk, yeah, or it was Entertainment Tonight. No or, matter what, yeah. those same stories we are putting the face of TMZ like at the front of that criticism, but it was the entertainment industry as yeah. a whole. It was just how the world was then, yeah. and I think is still now to a degree. Um, but it was really, really bad for mm -hmm. a long time where it was just like, yeah, it was crazy and I vividly remember it and that is such like a foundation in my view of myself as a woman and of, of other women mm -hmm. because I think that like misogynistic ideology was like deep rooted in my head from that. Mm -hmm. So that took a lot of unlearning. Some gulps. Sorry. ASMR channel That's coming right. soon. We're ordering our microphones. Yeah. So if we get over 20 views on this, we're going to place our order. Oh, please don't get 20 views until next week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bored. Um, and I guess kind of branching off of that, just as we near the end, um, I want to talk about like the fitness industry. And I think Yes, it was part of, like, the entertainment culture and the fat shaming of, like, the early 2000s and the 2010s. But I think it's also important to kind of go through your social media feed and see, like, where are you getting value from and where what's kind of, like, diminishing you. Like, for me, I was following a lot of 
um, influencers, I guess, that, like, I'm never gonna look like. Mm -hmm. And as much as I, again, you can find beauty in comparing yourself to a sunset, but you mm -hmm. shouldn't, you're never gonna want to be the sunset. Like, when you find yourself following somebody yeah. and constantly comparing and kind of feeling bad or, like, negative about that, yeah. maybe it's time to mute them or to unfollow them. Yeah. Like, for me, I had to unfollow a lot of women who were just naturally a size zero. Like, yeah. I am never going to be a size zero. And now, growing up and, like, being 24, I don't want to be. I just want to be healthy. Mm -hmm. um, but it can still, depending on, like, the kind of mental health day or the hormonal day that you're having, like, you don't want to see that necessarily. So I think there's a lot of... You almost feel empowered when you, like, take back... Your social media. Your social media and, like, you're cognizant of what you're consuming. Because you we are consumers at the end mm -hmm. of the day. And, like, the stuff that people are putting up, you have the choice to Look engage that. with that yeah. or to distance yourself from it and find something else. Like, yeah. for me, I like following fitness people, but I, like... I prefer to follow people that, like, practice balance. And they're not afraid to, like, go get a cheeseburger when they want a cheeseburger. And they're not just eating, like, rice crackers yeah. and, like, have shredded six-pack abs. Yeah. Like, yeah. and finding other hobbies. Like, now I can follow people who are creators on Instagram and learn about, like, the business side. Or I really am passionate about wildlife. So I spend a lot of my Instagram time, like, consuming wildlife content. Yeah. And what about you? I didn't really take my Instagram back until this mm -hmm. this year recently mm -hmm. where I had to sort of learn that lesson the hard way. I was spending a lot of time on social media and I'm sure we'll do an episode about our mental health journeys, but um, I kind of had a kind of like the lowest low that I've had ever um, and I was just like, okay, I'm spending way too much time on my phone, way too much time on Instagram, way too much time, you know, doing what I was doing. So Comparing. I, yeah, so I sort of um, step back from social media. I found other passions. I found other things that I loved. Um, I was still on social media. I was never someone who just deleted the apps. I wish I could be. I have so much admiration for those people, but I'm not there yet. Do you want to lean forward a little bit just so you're not in the sun? There yeah. we go. Sorry. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> um, I'm not there yet to just delete my social media, but I definitely took it back where I was like, I, you know, these women are gorgeous and I will never think they're not gorgeous. But yeah, I'm not going to be 5'8", tan, blonde, and blue-eyed anytime soon. So, and if it's damaging you or, like, making you more negative yeah. or, like, feel down about yourself, just let it go. Like, it's social media at yeah. the end of the day. It's literally just, like... And I think, like, for me, like, a lot of when I was young, growing up on social media, I just focused on the physical and what did that person offer in mm -hmm. terms of their features. Whereas now when I follow people, I'm like, what message are you giving me? Because are you a good person? I so, yeah, I sort of like, the way I view it is like, it sounds so pretentious. And I don't mean this for the people in my everyday life, but just for influencers. Like, those people earn your follow, you know what I mean? And like, are you earning my follow as an influencer? Or like, are you making me feel influenced in a good way, mm -hmm. if that makes sense? Mm -hmm. I know it sounds terrible to say it. Not for people in my everyday life. You don't have to earn my follow, but like... You know, when that's their job, are you contributing positively to my life? Because just like I said in the friendship episode, if you're not, bye. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's best and to like, just let it go. Let it go. And, like, if it's not good for you, then just let it go. And 
that was really important for me so for me it's not about like certain interests i do follow people because we have shared interests but it's mostly about like what message are you sending you know what are you passionate about that might not be exactly what i'm passionate about to the fullest extent but is the message there and like can i learn something from you can i you know take something from you and apply it to my own life that will make my life more fruitful and better and you know what i mean so I think that was a big lesson to learn as well. And that's really hard to do. Um, and even people in my own life, girls that I know that, you know, I'm never going to look like them. They're absolutely gorgeous. Just taking the time to mute them, not in a hateful way, not in a spiteful way, but in a way that's healthy for me and for where I was at the time. And now I can confidently unmute all of them and, you know, know that I'm um, grateful for who I am and comfortable in my own skin most of the days, not every day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was really important for me. And that was something where I was like, you know what, this is my social media and I'm going to take it back. Yeah. And I think that maybe it's a lot, it just depends on who you are, right? Like, mm -hmm. I don't think a lot of men struggle with that to the same extent that yeah. women do. And I don't, maybe a lot of women don't either like it just depends on your personality but just like having that awareness that hey is this serving me yes or no and yeah. if it's not what can I do to and am I at peace mm -hmm. that was a big question for me mm -hmm. where when I was finding other hobbies you know one of them was um you know listening to things like I know it sounds so stupid but like TED talks or like um just different sort of speech things where someone was like I, the question I always ask myself when I'm determining whether something's good for me or not is am I at peace and do I feel peace and I did not feel any peace on social media when I did not have control of it and I just followed all these different people I was not at peace I was anxious I was I still am anxious but that was definitely a huge contributor to my anxiety mm. was following those people when I knew I would never look like them or yeah. be like them yeah Great point. Um, and I think lastly, I'll just talk quickly about like cultivating your own positive sense of body image in the terms of like creating healthy habits mm -hmm. that will ultimately serve you and make you feel better in the long run. Like mm -hmm. for me, once I had dropped out of university and I was just working all the time, I was like sitting for eight hours a day, not doing anything. I was eating like crap. I wasn't taking care of myself. And I think that was what needed to happen at the time. Like, mm -hmm. I think that's what I needed to do. Um, and then I gained a lot of weight, but then it spiraled into, like, losing all my self-confidence and, like, being ashamed and, like, these really, like, struggling really badly with depression and anxiety. And I think ultimately I was like, okay, I can't live every day of the rest of my life like this so something's got to change so that's when I started working out and like mm -hmm. as hard as working out is and as much as you might dread it you know that it's beneficial for you in the end so I would really encourage everybody whether it's walking running cycling for me it's like cardio kickboxing like you need to find something that you enjoy mm -hmm. and make that healthy habit a part of your life regularly like, mm -hmm. I aim to walk. I walk the dog every day, but, like, go for long walks. Mm -hmm. Hopefully at least, like, five times a week, mm -hmm. ideally. And I try to work out four to five times a week. Mm -hmm. So I think that, even something as simple as getting outside in the sunshine, 
makes such a big difference for your mental health, for your physical health, and for your overall, like you were talking about peace. I think it does bring you peace to do something that nourishes your body and like fulfills you that's away from social media and like you just listen to some good music or you mm -hmm. listen to a podcast and you enjoy those 40 minutes mm -hmm. or 50 minutes or hour or 20 minutes where you're just serving yourself. And even if you're not doing something physical, like for Cheyenne, she found that piece through um, working out and being physical and active. And for me, I think I'm finding more of that piece in serving myself in sort of a mental way where you know, whether it's meditating or manifesting or reading tarot cards or praying or whatever you want to do, I sort of like found that peace that way and mm -hmm. like finding something that calms your mind on top of calming your body. Yeah. I know working out also calms your mind, but just like, I think it's important to do both. Yeah, you know? for sure. Take care of the body and take yeah. care of the mind to do your best of your ability. If you can't do one, do the other. If you can't do both, that's all right. Get back on the horse tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. That's something I think is really, really important. Yeah, definitely like balancing both and finding time for both. Um, a spider on the couch. Where? Do you see it on the cord? Mm -hmm. Or is it no. just a hair? I think it's just the cord. The yellow thing? No, like on the top of the cushion on the cord. I don't know. I don't know. I don't see anything. Whatever, maybe it's just a hair. Probably just a hair. I hope it's just a hair. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. Anything else? that we want to chat about or should we call it a day yeah let us know if you prefer shorter episodes sorry i'm like talking so close to y'all but i literally look like casper <laughs> from back here so i gotta talk a little bit close but let us know if you like the shorter episodes if you prefer the longer episodes if you can watch last week's episode yeah because we were was, really proud of it it was a really good episode <laughs> um we're going to get back to posting on socials this week, mm -hmm. and I hope you guys have a great weekend, a great week. Challenge for you, find a positive thing about yourself physically and mentally every day this week. It's a great challenge. Journal it. Say it out loud. Tell your think mom. Think it. Think it. Um, but thank you so much for listening. Thanks for coming back. The sun is shining. It's going the birds to be are chirping. a beautiful day. Um, there's frost on the roof across from us. Winter is coming, baby. Coming. Um, I love ya. I love ya. And in case no one's told ya, we, we love, love ya. ya. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Follow us on Instagram. Oh, yeah, follow us on Instagram. Follow our it's YouTube. Subscribe. Anyone else confused? Click the bell notification. Leave a comment. Like it. Like it. Tell us in person. Alicia, we can't wait for your comment, babes. Love Alicia's comments, babes. If you've made it this far, put a yellow heart in the comments. And if you haven't made it this far, we'll know. Because there won't be a yellow heart in the comments. That's all. Alright, guys. That's We're cutting it, for real. Peace. Peace up. A-Town down. Beam, beam. Oh. Ding, ding. No wet dog. <laughs> ding, 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 ding.